non-verbal niceties, spoopy <laughs> listeners, and welcome to another episode. I am your favorite. What? What am I? Resident. I'm your resident. <laughs> <laughs> I need a resident in this insane asylum. I am your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles, and I'm your resident spooky drag queen, spooky sister, Sam Baxter. And, and this, this is my, my spooky, spooky gay family. family. episodes are we at now that like <laughs> i've said this line 600 times i think we're somewhere in the 60s that, it has to be more than that of the main episodes i think it's somewhere in the 60s but we've also got like 30 minisodes minisodes well 20 27 something like that 26 27 and uh, like we're at almost 100 episodes of this damn show <laughs> and i still can't remember what the goddamn lines are <laughs> could be episode 101 you're gonna be like my name's sam baxter (laughs) (laughs) and this is spoopy dookie day Ah. and you're like what (laughs) she lost it (laughs) everyone can go home now (laughs) get the gun well, welcome to another main episode of my spooky gay family. I am very excited because today we are talking about my second favorite <laughs> <laughs> horror film in the Halloween franchise, Halloween 2. Yay! <laughs> it's Halloween in June. It is Halloween in June. And you know what? We need a little Halloween this June because I am done with June so far. It has just been... 2020 just needs to stop it just needs to stop (laughs) can we please just move on and and like there's a part of me that just wants to skip to january 1st 2021 and see if it's any better like like official petition to change july 1st to january 1st 2021 i don't but that's the thing like it won't be any better in july so i'm like can we skip ahead like six months and see if that helps like just i don't even need it like Fuck it. We'll skip everything in the fall. We'll skip everything in <laughs> December. And those are my two favorite times of year. And I'm w- still willing to skip them <laughs> to see if next year is better. Woof. You never but know. I I feel like I do. I think I do know, if That's I'm being honest. I, uh, I am very excited because we are talking about Halloween 2. The 1981 yes. Halloween 2, the, which is uh, far superior than the the next Halloween too. Um, I have to say though, I'm actually really excited for the day we talk about H2O. I'm excited for H2O. I'm also excited for um, this October when we do Halloween Kills because Halloween mm. Kills will have come out. I oh God willing, I'm like please. I'm like please. please <laughs> let's figure this out so that I can go see Halloween Kills in the movie theater. Like I do not want a straight to DVD version of. Halloween kills. It will kill me. No, I need surround sound. I need popcorn. I need yeah. like 
a two-hour dissection of this film in the parking lot afterward. <laughs> you know, what you do when you go to the movies. At least what we do when we go to the movies. Bob always makes fun of us because he reminds us of when we went to see It Part 2. Yeah. And we literally spent, like... We watched the movie and then we spent the same amount of time as the movie standing in the parking lot bitching about it. <laughs> and then we did it all again for you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've hated that movie so many times, it's almost hateful. Yeah, screw Halloween too. Let's talk about it again. Let's, <laughs> let's just let's, let's you know go what, back. Fuck it. You know let's go we back really to it. hated that movie. <laughs> We're going back to it. Could you imagine? I think I could only imagine what people would do. You can hear do. people unsubscribing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So today we are talking about the 1981 Halloween 2, and it stars Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Donald Pleasance and the guy who sh- played Sheriff Brackett and <laughs> a bunch of other people. Although notably, <laughs> excuse me, I just died. Uh, notably, I was... Uh, I was looking through this before, and it really made me laugh because did you know that the shape is not played by Nick Castle in this movie? I didn't know that, no, actually. Really? Yeah, no. I don't know as much trivia for the second one as I do the first one. Do you know the name of the man who played the shape in this movie? Please tell me it's like Dick Army. (laughs) That's very close, surprisingly. It's Dick Warlock. Dick Warlock? Dick Warlock. I wish I could say I was kidding. Dick Warlock. Sounds like a gay witch. Like, what? (laughs) who is this person, Dick Warlock? And the funniest part about it is that it reminds me of a joke from 30 Rock when um, Kenneth the Page. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch 30 Rock? I I have a vague notion of who So you know Kenneth the Page is like the sweet, innocent... This Jack McBriar. Quote, unquote. Yeah, Jack McBriar. Young man is... He basically becomes a part of the censor department at uh, NBC. And he's like, we have to, we have to shut down law and order. You can't say Dick Wolf on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I feel about Dick Warlock. I'm like, you can't say that. You can't say Dick. I just want to know, like, is that a stage name? Like, did he choose that? Nobody chooses that. What person? Like his proper name is Richard Warlock. Richard Warlock. I'm sure Richard Warlock is is far less um, <laughs> offensive than <laughs> Dick Warlock. Could it you imagine? Sounds like the guy who tries to molest Harry Potter. I don't. <laughs> I can't even like. I have candy on my broom. Um, I <laughs> I will say I, I his performance was wonderful. Yes, no, it was. <laughs> Practically witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Phallically witchcraft. Phallically witchcraft. Maybe he's born with it. Um, I can't imagine. <laughs> May, I wonder what his life is like. I, like, can you I imagine being the, the telemarketer who's like, can I speak to Dick Warlock? Keep <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> talking. <laughs> If I was him, I would never answer the phone with a regular voice. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just be the most eccentric person in the world. If my name was Dick Warlock, if it, if it said that on a birth certificate somewhere, 
I would just be the weirdest motherfucker in the world. I I seriously question the sanity of any person who names their son Richard because you know what I the know. nickname is. Especially these days. Like, there was a time when Dick didn't have the same connotation that it has now. But now it's like... It's like naming your daughter Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my daughter, Clitoris. Um... This is my daughter, Bitch Puddin'. Bitch Puddin'. I love Bitch Puddin'. Have you ever met her? No. She's very lovely. I used to know her. um, She used to come to Philly back in the day when I was in Philly Drag Wars because she was friends with Lasagna. That is the name of a drag queen. Her name is Lasagna Entree. And she's very, very sweet. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And um, super, super talented. But she was friends with Bitch Puddin' and they used to do a show together in Savannah and then Bitch Puddin' won Dragula and kind of became Bitch Puddin'. So it's like... I uh, had no idea that was a real person. You didn't know Bitch Puddin' was Yeah, no, I thought I had made that up. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said it like as a reference to Bitch Puddin'. No, it was not a reference. That was... It was actually a reference to um, Robot Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe her name is a reference to Robot Chicken. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But today, it's like my birthday. I found out that there was someone named Dick Warlock and someone named Bitch Puddin'. That's great. (laughs) I wonder if Dick Warlock eats Bitch (laughs) Puddin'. You don't eat Bitch Puddin'. You like I'm sure somebody has. (laughs) And there we are. Yay. Um, So, like we said, this is Halloween in June. Even though, didn't we do a Halloween... Didn't we plan something else? Am I making this up? I don't think so. Wasn't there another Halloween in, in, it was like Halloween in December or some shit? No, because we've only done the original Halloween. Huh. Okay. Uh, Well, today's Halloween in June. We're celebrating a little bit of Halloween. We did do a halfway to Halloween. And so I'm going to throw this in there because we're very much looking forward to Halloween this year. Um, Please, dear God, let Halloween happen this year. I know. Knock on wood. And, uh. We're going to celebrate by talking about one of our very, very favorite movies in the Halloween franchise. Our very favorite sequels. What? Our very favorite sequels. I know. And there's a lot of like weird stuff. We'll get into all the stuff about yeah. it being a sequel because I'm sure it will come up. Um, let's Let's just start at the very beginning. I love this movie because it kind of takes... You know what it feels like? You know when you watch a, a comedy show, uh, like a, a TV series, the first season is always really good, and then the second season is like great because they finally found their footing. Yeah, that's a little bit how I feel about Halloween too, as far as the the um, pace. Does that make sense? I think so. I think this movie really found the pace of what Michael Myers needs to be because the first movie basically spends the first 45 minutes with nothing really happening. And don't get me wrong. I love that movie. But it's a lot of buildup and it does have a lot of payoff, but there's a lot of buildup. So I like that this movie kind of goes more in a we're going to have little payoff throughout the movie rather than one big one at the end yeah we definitely we we up the kill count we up the the scare factor in this one a little bit it's it's a little less suspenseful and a little more a slasher movie yeah which i really appreciate about it because 
we kind of get to see Michael be a little more Michael. At least Michael, as we will come to know him over the next seven movies. <laughs> well, yes, there's that too. But not the next one. Um, yeah, no, not the next one. Because <laughs> that makes fucking sense. I can't wait to get into that. I, I really cannot wait. You can't wait to do Season of the Witch? Oh, absolutely. I hate Season of the Witch. I know that that's actually, that's that's apparently a relatively unpopular opinion, that there are a lot of people who love Season of the Witch. There are a lot of people who love Season of the Witch, yeah. I just, I don't understand the purpose of a Halloween movie without Michael Myers in it. I kind of agree with you on that note. I will say that the movie itself is entertaining. Having a Halloween movie without Michael Myers, though, feels a bit wrong. Yeah, it just... It feels superfluous. It's, it's like you could have just named this something else and yeah. it didn't have to be part of the series. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it it's still not Halloween 5, so we've yeah. still got that. But we'll, we'll get there. Don't we'll get there. worry. Why do you love Halloween 2? I love Halloween 2 because I think of it more as the second half of Halloween 1. <clears throat> I mean, that's essentially what it is. Yeah, because we're picking up exactly where we left off in the first one. We're actually backtracking a little bit. We see the recap mm-hmm. bit is sort of the first five minutes of this movie. And I love the fact that they weren't afraid to just keep the story going. Mm-hmm. Which you never... like. I can't think of another sequel that really did that off the top of my head. And that's not to say that there haven't been other movies that did that, but... I really can't think of another, especially a horror movie that did that. And I really love it because it's like, okay, I'm going to give you exactly what you want. I'm going to show you what happened next. Yeah. And it's like, oh, perfect. <clears throat> it's it's like the perfect continuation of the story. Which, continue, considering the fact that the last shot of the last movie is the fact that his body is not there. Yeah. <laughs> makes perfect sense. <laughs> but I shot him six times. Six times. Over and over again. He says that six times. It's just, I shot him six times. <laughs> I shot him six times. And he just says it over and over again for like the 30 seconds of this movie. And it's like, yes, we know, Dr. Loomis. We, we it's know. coming. <laughs> I shot it six times. Okay, Donald, uh, turn off the computer. <laughs> Donald Pleasant's like took his go-go juice before he did this movie. With this. Like, Dr. Loomis is fucking. <laughs> Dr. Loomis has a screw loose for the for the entire hour and a half running time of this film. I know. Which is not that different from first movie Dr. Loomis, but it's 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 he's just a little more exuberant this time. He's just really out there with it. <laughs> just... No holds barred, completely uninhibited, Dr. Loomis. Um I I I really appreciate what you said about it being like just a continuation because that's exactly what it is. And it's part of what makes me love the movie so much because it's like, oh, okay, we're not done. We're just going to keep going because Mike did get up and just keep going. He's yes, like the Energizer that. Bunny. <laughs> and left the fucking like Bugs Bunny outline in the grass of Lord's house. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he was the Wiley Coyote and he got flattened by the Roadrunner. Or like Jason slammed him into a, the side of an oil tanker. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm dying. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I lost it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone forever. <clears throat> I do. Uh, that is the thing that I love the most about this movie. And I think that where this movie goes is exactly where I would want it to go in that Lori just kind of has the worst fucking night of her life. Like seriously. And it makes me a little bit sad 
about what happens in 2018 Halloween because they kind of retcon this out. Yeah, they did. And like, I don't think that they needed to retcon out Halloween too. No. I think that retconning out the sequels made sense. Like yeah. getting rid of H2O and 6 and 5. And Resurrection. And resurrection. And, and th- 4, <clears throat> 5. Yeah. Fine, whatever. Like, like we don't need, it all makes uh, sense. what's her name, the little girl. Yeah, we don't need Daniel Harris, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, it's not really necessary. That said, I think that because this story, this movie continues the story from the first one, it was just as easy to include in the new kind of uh, storyline. I think they did it because they didn't want to continue the brother-sister dynamic, and that's fine. But it kind of... I don't know. It takes away some of the most frightening parts of the night. And that's not to say that um, the shit that happened at the end of Halloween wasn't scary for Lori, but... The stuff in the hospital is like... Yeah, because then he comes after her again. Yeah, and it becomes clear that he is actually chasing her. Yeah, it's Lori he wants. Yeah, and I personally like the storyline of the brother and sister thing. I think it kind of gives you kind a a glimpse into what's going on behind the mask. But I, I, I don't know. I guess I see why they cut it out. And making him kind of like the shark, the just mindless killing machine, yeah, makes him scary as well. I just, I don't know. I liked the idea of it being him chasing his sister because that was kind of what his goal was in the first place. It's also just like, there's nothing wrong with him having a motive. Like, yes, that sort of mindless evil is scary. And in some ways you could argue is scarier than someone who just wants to kill one person. But mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> the fact of the matter is Mike doesn't ever just kill one person. He always kills everybody around her and then goes after her. Yeah. Or so, I don't think it's that. I don't think that it's, it's certainly not that he is objective oriented. Like no, he does not exactly laser focus. Yeah, he he likes to have his fun, but at the end of the day, he does have something that he wants to accomplish, and I think that's what keeps the storyline moving. Mike just has ADD. He's just like yeah, just like Lori, 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 Annie, Lori, 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 Lori Steve, Lori. Lori. <laughs> like. Basically, Jim, which by the way is. Uh, We'll get to Jim, but I just thought that was such a funny name. It's like, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim, Jim. <laughs> um, so, yes, we do have a, a lot of we have a lot that happens in this movie and we have a lot to, to kind of touch upon. This movie, in a lot of ways, scares me more than the first Halloween. Really? Yes, and I'll I'll tell you what. The first Halloween has very good scares, and it's very well done and it's very smart. Um but this movie was written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Mm-hmm. So it has the same sensibility. It doesn't lose any of the the charm of having John Carpenter on it. It has a, a different director, um Rick Rosenthal. Rick Rick Rosenthal and that's fine 
because the tone of the movie kind of stays the same. It doesn't it doesn't feel drastically different from Halloween one. And um, in this movie, it just feels like they amped up the energy. Michael seems to kind of be on more of a rampage in this movie. Yeah, he seems more purposeful. This, yeah. This around. Like, he it, seems more focused. In the first one, he's more of a stalker. Yeah. And that culminates in violence. But in this one, it's really just Michael just is terrorizing Blood and gore. People. Yeah. yeah. And it starts with when he kills that girl in the beginning. He, yeah. you know, walks away from after being shot six times <laughs> and then he he gets up and he walks away and he walks into that old lady's house and steals her, her knife and uh and then he goes and kills that girl kind of mindlessly in the house next door which is one of my favorite visuals is him taking the knife because you see the whole thing happen like over her shoulder i know and he just he kind of walks in and he's like looking and, he's, <laughs> and he just he never breaks eye contact with like the living room while he's picking up the knife and, and just wanders away like, but that's the beauty of dick wolf or not dick wolf dick, dick warlock <laughs> yeah that's the beauty of dick warlock he knows how to and it's the he knows same how thing. to slink yeah it's the same thing as nick castle it's like they know how to make him kind of otherworldly. And that's what's so creepy about him. Michael never seems distressed. No, not even when he's being shot six times. <laughs> We're going to do that a lot. So just it, yeah, just up. get ready. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming! <laughs> <laughs> how long has it been since we did the, the Dr. Loomis? It's coming. It's, it's been a while. Huh. Like The return of the coming. Huh. <laughs> it's coming again. Dun dun dun. <laughs> um, so yes, we do um do you think that it lives up to the original? Because I have said that I think in some ways it is it surpasses the original. I think it lives up to the original. I wouldn't say it surpasses it. I still I'm always going to love one more. I love one more. I want to be very clear that I think one is a better movie. But there are things I like about the second one more than I like about the first. That's fair. I just, so many of the like really <coughs> tense moments in this one feel like redos of stuff that happened in number one. Like we do mm -hmm. the Lori pounding on the door while he's walking toward her. We do that twice in this movie. And like. <clears throat> but again, one of those moments is probably the most terrifying moment in this movie. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like the scene at the elevator is easily I it makes me so uncomfortable to this day like every time I watch it I just I'm like oh okay waiting on that elevator waiting <laughs> on that elevator because everyone's been in that situation where it's like I mean not that you're being yeah, chased by a serial killer no, but like exact situation. when you're standing oh, like there waiting for the elevator and for, for whatever reason it's just taking forever and it's like well imagine that and being hunted. Plus your psycho older brother with a knife. Yeah, exactly. And him just like slowly walking towards the elevator while she's like waiting for the door. So it's like, it's the most terrifying. And I've said this before on the podcast, I'm sure. Like I live in an elevator building. There have been times where I'm coming home very late at night, like three, four in the morning. And I'm standing there waiting for the elevator. And I'm like, what would I do? Like, if what would Michael I do? If Myers walked around the corner. Well, right? if anyone, if anyone yeah. came around the corner and was, was intending to do me harm, especially because in my building, 
there is in the lobby where the elevator is, there is no staircase. There's no staircase access. So there's nowhere for me to go but up the elevator or out the door. And so it's like, <laughs> what does one do? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I, maybe that's just a very specific example and not everyone has felt that way. But there's a, it, it kind of puts things into a channel where it's like you, you, there's this one way out and you have to depend on it. And it's not that dependable. I think that's what scares me so much about it. Even when it is being dependable. Exactly. And it's made to be like, oh, are you going up too? I'll just slow my roll. And it's like, no, we got to (laughs) go. It's like, no, he's not coming with us. Please don't. (laughs) No, no, no. It's literally the opposite of the Ellen DeGeneres joke when she's like, I did all I could. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But that is why that elevator scene freaks me out so much. See, I actually... I love the elevator scene, mostly because at that very end when he like sticks his hand in and it mm-hmm. stops for a second and you think for a second, oh, fuck, she's dead. Like, <laughs> and then well, he just slowly moves his hand back. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go first. And he's just like, oh, okay, I guess not. Meanwhile, like Michael in this movie walks through a plate glass door, just walks through it. <laughs> Like walks down a hallway lit full ass on fire. I know, but he couldn't pull. He couldn't push that door open to get to her, and gets shot in the head twice. Yes, two times by Lori. I shot him two times, and Doctor Loomis shoots him a further five times <laughs> in the hallway. Six, I thought. He shoots him six times at the end of one. He shoots him five times at the end because I actually counted. Because, oh, you did. Yeah. He shoots him five times in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Laurie shoots him twice. Where are all these bullets coming from, by the way? He has a six shot. Yeah, he, ha- he has a magic gun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So Michael gets shot 13 times in one night. In one night, yes. And blown up. <laughs> blown up. Stabbed. Stabbed. Several, he gets stabbed with a knife. He gets poked in the eye with a... Knitting a, needle. A, a, no, a hanger. Oh, he gets right. stabbed in the neck with the knitting needle. You're right. Um, and then he gets, <laughs> poor Michael, he gets poked in the eye with a hanger, shot twice in the eyes. Yeah. And by the way, good on Lori. She's a fucking dead, dead eye, even in, uh, episode two. It's like, she's not just a, a good shot in Halloween 2018. In, she's an amazing shot in the second one. In the second one, she's like high on fucking morphine. And she's like, boop, boop, two, two <laughs> fucking dead eyes right in the fucking <laughs> skull for Michael. Um, he gets Meanwhile, sh- Loomis is sitting over there like, why didn't I think to shoot him in the head? <laughs> <laughs> why was I shooting him in the toes? Uh, six times. <laughs> six times. I shot him in the toes six times. Uh, does anything else happen to Michael in this? <laughs> I mean, <No>. theoretically, <laughs> yeah, he does get hit by a car and uh, emulsified. <laughs> <laughs> But that's Ben Tramer. Imagine being poor Ben Tramer. Like, seriously. Jesus Christ. You're just walking home drunk from a Halloween party. And and it's a cop. Yeah, a cop kills. And then, like, just walks away. Like, nobody. I know. Nobody did anything. Nobody did shit. (laughs) Defund the police. Like, for real. Like, for like The Haddonfield police specifically. I know. It was like, this is the best uh, fictional example of police 
ridiculous brutality that you could come up with. Literally, they're like, that's Michael Myers. And a cop runs him over, picks him up with his car, runs him into a wall and blows him up. Like it's a van, actually. Like he like sandwiches in between the cop car and a van and he just blows up, essentially. (laughs) And I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's apparently nobody in that van because nobody checks to see if the guy driving the van is okay. What you didn't know is there were 15 people in that van, <laughs> but the cops of Haddonfield just don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, no, they need a dentist to figure out that it's Ben Tramer and not Michael Myers. And fun <laughs> fucking fact, I had never noticed this before. The dentist is Hendrix from Jaws. Wait, what? He's the deputy from Jaws. He is? Yes, it's the same actor. He's also the motorist in Clue. I found this out by looking him up on IMDb last night. I never put this together. No, but I was watching it and he was talking and I'm like, that's fucking Hendrix. That's fucking (laughs) Hendrix. And I turned to Sarah and I'm like, that's fucking Hendrix. And she goes, yeah, that's fucking Hendrix. Okay, great. (laughs) He's a what? Yeah, he's a what? (laughs) Yeah, but. (laughs) That's not this movie's only tie to Jaws. No, it's not. We also have Mike Brody. (laughs) (laughs) We do. In the house. (laughs) It is not. Mike Brody from uh, the original Jaws. It is from arguably the best Jaws. <laughs> I can see literally the steam coming out of your collar when I say this. It's okay. Uh, it is the guy who played Mike Brody in uh, Jaws the Revenge. Yes. Yes. <laughs> His name is Lance Guest. And uh, he played Mike Brody in Jaws the Revenge. And in this he plays... Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> That's like one of my favorite Bob the Burger, or Bob the Burger, Bob's Burgers lines. <laughs> I swear to God, my brain is on What's his name? His name's like, Bob Burger. Bob, Bob Burger. <laughs> that's not your name? Who am I thinking of? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my Teddy as well. Apparently my... Uh, my entire career this week on My Spooky Gay Family is just impersonating puppets and animated characters. Um the hell was i talking about jimmy jimmy that's my favorite bob's burgers line is when uh when jimmy pesto keeps interrupting uh mr fish odor when he's trying the burger for the first time and he's like jimmy jimmy (laughs) he's just like (laughs) kevin klein is the best um but yes uh so lance guest lance guest plays uh uh jimmy in this movie who is a paramedic EMT. Yeah, we'll say EMT. First responder of some kind. He, he rides in the ambulance. Yes. No. He's an ambulance man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he works in the hospital where Lori is taken uh, after she has quite a night. <laughs> the first half of her night. The first half of her night. <laughs> Isn't that the boogeyman? <laughs> Just wait, bitch. <laughs> That's uh, a it was. <laughs> um, yes. So then she goes to the hospital and that is where hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> because we have, first of all, let's, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's talk about Bud. Okay. <laughs> Bud is an idiot. Bud is an idiot. There always has to be one idiot though. That's the only, like, it's a rule in a slasher movie. You have to have that one kind of asshole. Yeah, he's the, what's his name? Ned from, uh, from Friday. Friday. Yeah, Ned. Yeah. He's the Ned. Bud or the Shelly from Friday the 13th, part three, if you so prefer. 
Who's Shelly? Shelly's the the weird kid with the prosthetics that prosthetics? nobody likes. It's been a while since I've watched <laughs> Friday Part 3. It doesn't matter. Shelly's annoying. This is what you need to know. <laughs> Shelly's an asshole. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> he is kind of an asshole, yeah. Oh, it's a guy? Yeah. His name is Shelly? Yeah, like Sheldon. Oh. Huh. Guys can be named Shelly, too. Hi, I'm Shelly Duvall. Um, <laughs> you, do you know I wanted? I shouldn't even be saying this on the podcast. Someone's going to steal the idea. I'll save it for myself. But one day you will see I'm going to do an amazing Shelly Duvall number. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> I can't think of Shelly Duvall without thinking of um, Mother Goose. That Mother Goose movie. What was it called? Oh, crap. Do you know the one I'm talking about where she drives backwards? I, I do know the one you're talking about. I cannot think of the fucking name of oh, it. Oh, we're going to find it. Oh, boy. Uh, this is going to be like a 20-minute ordeal. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to make quick work of this. So, anyway, Bud is a royal asshole. And he Bud is, is the a other ENT. Um, likes to sing dirty little songs in the break room. <laughs> Amazing Grace, come sit on my face. <laughs> Make me cry. I need your pie. <laughs> I I literally, I was like, if we go this whole episode without singing that song, I'll kill myself. <laughs> because it is the most, I am not one to shy away from gross songs, but there's something about like a straight white guy singing them that I'm like, ooh, that feels weird. <laughs> it feels creepy and wrong. Yeah. Jackie Beat does it. And I'm like, yeah, do it, Jackie. And Bud's like, amazing grace. I'm like, no, we don't No, this. no, stop. <laughs> Please don't. Ew, straight people. It's Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme is the name of the movie. It's the movie where Little Richard plays, um, uh, what's his name? The King. Okay. I, yeah, no, I, I <laughs> can like, see I have it. no recollection of this movie. <laughs> I can see it in my head, but like, it's, it's not, I'm not coming up with anything past like an image. It's like a. Yeah. I mean, there's like a Polaroid in my head of what yeah. Little Richard looks like in this movie, and that's it. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I miss Little Richard. Poor Little Richard. Um, but yeah, that is it, it's Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme, and Shelley Duvall plays uh, this char- like Little Bo Peep kind of character, so, yeah. and she drives everywhere backwards in like a '54 convertible, um, and it's very funny. But it, you should all watch it. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> So we have Bud this and then ancient kids movie. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um we have Bud in the hospital and then we have his girlfriend. I'm guessing her name is Grace. Um her name is Karen actually. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I think it's Karen. Let me just let me consult my notes. I see Oh, I see a Karen that's played by Pamela Susan Shoop. Yep. <laughs> everyone in this movie was just <laughs> like <laughs> Susan shoot, shoot <laughs> yeah so no her name is Karen uh, her name is Karen and then we have uh, we, ha- we have a lot of people in in the uh, the hospital yeah we have a Janet we have a Janet damn Slap. it Janet a slap. <laughs> <laughs> we have Mr. Garrett yes who's like a surprisingly competent security guard, actually, considering this is a horror movie. Yeah. Although Michael does make his way 
onto the grounds without him ever noticing. I mean, this is true. I, I'm saying surprisingly competent for a horror movie. In I that, would love like, to his see... response to it was almost competent. There's a part of me that would love to see in like an alternate universe. They're like, Mrs. Garrett, we need you to identify the body. And she's like, girls, I need you to come with me to identify my husband's body. <laughs> Um, that would be a great bit. I'm having all of these wonderful sketch ideas today. Well, now you know it's going to be in the October. <laughs> this is the Halloween Pissy Miles Variety Hour. And if you d- haven't watched the Pissy Miles Variety Hour, you can. It's on YouTube. Um, the whole thing? The whole thing. Okay. The whole time? Uh, <laughs> yes, the whole thing is up on on uh, YouTube. We have Sheriff Brackett, uh, who never goes to the hospital no, because he finds out his daughter's dead. Yes, he gets told that Annie is dead. And he's like, I better go home before somebody tells my wife. And it's like, to to do what? I'm assuming to tell her. I hope to tell her. Yeah. Otherwise, he's like, gotta kill her next. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes into his, damn you, damn you for letting him out. And, and just, I didn't, I didn't let him out. I didn't, because he he's literally muttering, like, I I didn't let him out. Like, he turns, he? He, he turns into Rain Man. It's, it's, just like, it's like, I didn't, I didn't, I, d- I, definitely, I, didn't, definitely, I didn't. definitely didn't let him out. Definitely didn't let him out. It's <laughs> <laughs> just correcting him in, like, the softest possible tone, which considering the fact that, like, in two seconds, he's going to be screaming that he shot him six times in front of a group of reporters yeah <laughs> uh, dr loomis does have a much wider range of emotion in this movie yeah it's a little bit like hushed guilt and i shot him six times <laughs> and that's that's kind of it it's a lot of a roller coaster especially because then you get to the scene where um <clears throat> uh whatchamacallit well we have the infamous scene in this movie that i feel like we need to discuss which is basically right around the time where we discover that Michael is Laurie's brother. Yes. We have uh, Dr. Loomis is summoned to the local elementary school because uh, it has been vandalized and they believe that Michael Myers broke in and vandalized it. Um, to what purpose? We have no, <laughs> we have no fucking idea. Um, and basically what Michael did was stab a desk and write the word Samhain on the yes. blackboard in blood. Of course, in this movie, it's pronounced Sam Samhain. Samhain, the Lord of the Dead. It's like, nope. Nope. None of this is correct. <laughs> Not even a little bit. No. <laughs> like, it's like that uh, that bad lip reading with Michelle Bachman when the director's just like, no. <laughs> That's how I feel while I'm watching that scene. I'm like, none of this. This is not, none of this is right. None of this is correct. <laughs> But bless his heart, he's trying. God bless him. He he really did his best. Yeah. Meanwhile, the nurse shows up then to be like, you've been ordered away from Haddonfield. And it's like, why? Because like, <laughs> you shot him like, six times. It's like, maybe it's because you've been running around like, oh Mike, like fucking Mike Brody in the middle of Jaws 2. <laughs> <laughs> there are some strange parallels. Um, yeah. Basically, like you've been you running around. You killed Bren Dramer. <laughs> that's why like fucking billy the kid just like running around <laughs> shooting everybody um yeah i probably would have ordered dr loomis away from Haddonfield too if it had been me um yeah i think there are some uh, there's so much to talk about in this movie uh, there's so much 
one thing I want to address is the death of um, what's her name? Is it is it Mrs. Alves? Yeah, the the head nurse. The head nurse. Yes, yeah. Mrs. Alves. Mrs. Alves. Um, this becomes an iconic Michael kill. Yeah, and it's weird because we don't really see it happen. Like it's an iconic kill, and we don't see it happen in real time. What do you mean? Did I just like skip a whole part of the movie where we see him put the thing in her arm? The thing in her arm. Are we talking about the same person? Am I talking about the wrong person? Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the one where he stabs her in the back and lifts her up. No, nope, that's not Mrs. Alves. That's, oh, I that's that was a Mrs. different Alves. nurse. Who's that? <clears throat> I Is actually, that Marion? Yeah, I think that's Marion. Huh. Well, fuck Mrs. Alves then. We're, let's move on to Marion. <laughs> See, I think the Mrs. Alves kill is like a brilliant kill. We just never see it happen. She's what does the, she she's, do She's the one that she's bleeding out in the room and Jimmy slips in the blood and knocks himself out. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, she does have a pretty gruesome death. Yeah, and we never see it happen. The other death in this movie that's real fucked up is when Michael basically injects air into that woman. Janet. Janet, yeah, yeah poor that's Janet. That's how Janet goes. Janet really didn't have a good night. Yeah, she really <clears throat> didn't. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Garrett, I don't even know how this thing works. <coughs> Mr. Garrett, Mr. Garrett. Meanwhile, Mr. Garrett's getting his head bashed in with a hammer. <laughs> with a hammer. Because yeah. this bitch couldn't fucking figure out how to work the walkie-talkie to go get the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Michael does get very inventive in this movie. This he is where really we does. start to see him have a little more fun. Yeah, he takes the time to take all the spark plugs out of the cars in the parking lot, <laughs> slash all the tires. Yeah. He's like, shit, you ain't getting away from me this time, man. Even the, like, therapeutic... Uh, hot tub. Yeah, that was a that that's almost Jason Voorhees level. It basically is. Uh, poor Karen, she just like melts. But it's so funny because he's like he's like holding her underwater in the like ste- like the yeah. burning hot water, and his hand is fine. Yeah, his hand is completely fine. She is like she looks like a candle that has been <laughs> for, like, <laughs> that has been lit for like too the long. last one in the row uh, at Yankee Candle that was just so fucked up that everyone's <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing this. The wax only comes halfway up the side of the jar. <laughs> it's tilted. <clears throat> like. Poor Karen. Poor Karen. Bud's death is a little is a little less subdued. Upsetting. Yeah, no, it's surprising because he's the asshole, so you kind of expect him to get something bad. Yeah, I would have expected Bud to die a more gruesome death. Even Mr. Garrett <clears throat> yeah, dies Mr. Garrett a worse death than Bud. Gets a worse one. Marion does get the worst one. The one that you were thinking of, though, is one of the worst ones, I think, that happen in a Halloween movie. Besides Dr. Loomis. Yeah. Besides yeah. Dr. Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because then, of course, we have uh, Marion. I believe it's Marion, the nurse who's like running around the hospital with Lori. Yeah. And Michael does the iconic, I'm going to step out. And she, he stabs her in the back and mm-hmm. literally lifts her by it. Yeah. And it's. And lifts her <clears throat> very high. Like very high, like, quite high, like over his head. Do we see this again before H two O? Does he do this to other people? I don't remember him doing it in four or five or six. I don't either. It's possible that he did, but I don't remember it. And Halloween six is hard to come by. It's not. It's not easy to find if you're looking for it. Um, Halloween, the original Halloween, is on Shutter. And Halloween 
four and five are on Shutter, but yeah. Halloween two, season of the witch, and Halloween six are hard to come by. Although I believe I saw season of the witch on there at some point, I don't really remember. Yeah, no, I believe season of the witch was on Shutter like in October or something yeah. like that. But I mean, not not that it matters what was on Shutter. <laughs> it just matters what is on Shutter. <clears throat> but Halloween, Halloween 4 and Halloween 5 are just as a general note always on Shutter. Almost always, yeah. I can't remember the last time I I looked for them and they weren't there. Like Halloween is up all the time. And it's part of what I love so much about Shutter. You get a lot of these like either your cable network or your um <clears throat> or your uh like streaming services They'll take relevant movies down for their season so that you have to like pay extra to rent them or to do whatever. And it's like, I are I pay you year long for these movies. <laughs> Why do I need to pay you more money to watch the movies I actually want to watch? It's when such, I want to watch them. I know it's such a fucking ripoff and it makes me so mad. And it's one of the reasons I will praise Shudder up and down because they do halfway to Halloween. They do uh, they, and then during the month of Halloween, they up their game so much, and they have all these really great horror movies. And they give you the movies, at least as many as they can, of the ones that you want to see. And it's just like I, I, I wish I could write them like a love letter. I wish I could just write a big glowing love letter to Shutter. <laughs> Except I want them to get Halloween too. You'll That's make fun. some customer service reps a day. You just go to the contact us page, and it's just like I just love you. <laughs> I want you to know that you're special and that you are loved. You are loved. <laughs> <laughs> Love let us here. <laughs> uh, yes, that is my only complaint is that they usually don't have Halloween 2. And a lot of times after I finish Halloween 1, I'm like, all right, it's time Halloween for two. Halloween 2. <laughs> like, that's what comes next. The other half of the movie. The other Exactly. I would, I would not be mad if they pulled like a Lord of the Rings and just did like a Halloween extended edit where it was just like Halloween goes right into Halloween two. <clears throat> I wouldn't be mad at that either. I think, um, and it I wouldn't guess... even be hard. All you'd have to do is like mix the, the, you know, in the beginning, like you were saying yeah, before Halloween, you just two, take out the recap. You, you basically put the second one in place of the, where the, the yeah. 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 And, You've got you've got a four hour movie, and yep. I'm maybe that's what I'll do <laughs> this year. I'll just I'll just mix them together. Um, I think we might actually get something like that with the new ones because my understanding is that Halloween Kills is supposed to pick up kind of right where Halloween 2018. God, I hope left so. off. It's such a smart idea. If you're listening, John Carpenter, wherever you are, please God let it just keep going. Let just just keep the story moving along. Although I think it was you who told me that there's a possibility that Dr. Loomis is coming back. I had re I had seen an article, but to be fair, I I can't vouch for the validity of this article. Right. It was basically just saying that Dr. Loomis is coming back in Halloween Kills. I have no idea if that's true. As a matter of fact, we could even look on um IMDB and see if there is any uh validity to this. Because I have I've I saw that article, but I have no idea if there was 
like I I don't know what the basis of him coming back was. I don't know if it was like they're if actually getting someone else to play. Yeah. Or if we're going to see like archive footage of Donald Pleasance. Yeah, like is this like a flashback? situation like we're gonna have her remember something or we're doing a full rogue one we've just recreated donald pleasance with cgi <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> uh just comes running in i shot him six times <laughs> six times and then he just keeps running and then he just glitches <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine she just goes to the same insane asylum where uh where Michael was and it's just like Michael in one room and in the next room is just Dr. Loomis in a padded cell screaming six times six <laughs> bouncing times. himself off the walls <laughs> I will tell you this much there is no credit on IMDB for Dr. Loomis it is however not uncommon for movies to hold back the credits from IMDB if there is going to be the surprise appearance of a character Exactly. So I don't, I can't say with, I can't say with any certainty that he will not be there. But I can say that if we're going based on, uh, whatchamacallit, the IMDb page, then we are not going to see him. Which would make sense since... You know, he blows himself up at the end of this movie. <laughs> of course, then he comes back for four, five, and six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, With, like, a scar on its face, and that's kind of it. Does he come back in five? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Doesn't he? I know he's in four. I don't remember seeing him in five. Maybe he doesn't come back in five. Maybe I thought he died at that. the end of four. It's been so long since I watched the middle ones. I know. And honestly, they're not the ones I go to, really, in this series. And that's not to say that they're terrible. They're just not quite as good as the originals. No, and Daniel Harris does a really good job. Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're making a face. I I mean, she's a little kid. This is something I struggle with a lot of the time is like a lot of the time, especially having and this is going to sound so pretentious. You you can just feel free to punch me in the face now. But having gone through like extensive acting training and like being a professional performer myself. Sometimes I watch kids and I'm like, this person is a great performer for a child. Right. And that's usually where it ends. Okay. There are a few, there are a few exceptions. I, I will say there are a few exceptions, but generally speaking, I'm like, yeah, you did, you did, very well for your age group. That's fair. But you can't expect more of them because they're children. So it's like, I, I, I'm not criticizing them. It's just something that like, yeah, she was good. But anyway, Halloween too. Halloween too. I will say in Halloween Kills, there is a credit for Lee Brackett and it is played by Charles Cyphers. Yay. Sheriff Brackett's coming back. So Sheriff Brackett is coming back. And I wonder if there's going to be any kind of... um like a vengeance story for Annie. Well, I mean, I know we're getting Tommy Doyle and we're getting And Lindsay we're getting Wallace. Lindsay Wallace, yeah. And And um, Lindsay is being played by Kyle Richards. Yes, yeah, she is. I don't believe that Tommy is being played by the kid who played him in the movie. No, I don't think so. 
Um, I, I'm pretty sure that I'm actually pretty sure that uh, Anthony Michael Hall is playing. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall is playing Tommy Doyle. And actually gets first billing on IMDb, which I think is a little <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Laurie Strode is in this film. Yeah, Laurie Strode. It's literally <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall and then Jam- Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no. This Jamie is her Lee series. Like, this is her series. Like, seriously. That would be like, uh, I, I don't even know. That would be like Clue 2 starring Melissa McCarthy and Tim Curry. It's like, that's not, <laughs> you can't do that. That's that's his movie. <laughs> My goodness. No, but I know that we're also getting Lonnie back. Hey. <laughs> hey, Lonnie. Get your ass away from there. <laughs> Oh, Lonnie, how we've if missed If someone you. does not say, Lonnie, get your ass away from there in this movie, I will, I'm, I'm going to throw will, something at the screen. I will lose my mind. <laughs> I will, honest to God, just fucking up and kill somebody. Because how are you going to have Lonnie in two movies? Yeah. And not, not, call, not do the it. callback. And I feel like they were very good about doing the little Easter eggs in Halloween 2018. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping that they will give us a, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. Yeah, like, no, like, like you don't need to do it the same thing. It you doesn't, just need yeah. to have somebody tell him to get his ass away from there. <laughs> it That's doesn't right. have to be an exact replica, <laughs> but it does have to be, it has to be in there. Like, we have to hear somebody say, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. Just have his wife yell it at him or something. Like, like right before he's murdered, someone has to be like, Lonnie, Lonnie, get your ass away from that. And then, yeah. like, Michael pops out and kills it. Like, that's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. Michael steps slowly from behind a tree, shows a knife in Lonnie's back, and lifts him above his head. <laughs> <laughs> Lonnie is being played by Robert Longstreet. Is Dick Warlock in this movie as long as you're, <laughs> as long as you're reading the cast list? Does, God, I hope does so. Does Dick Warlock make an appearance? Because they got Nick Castle back. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great? No, it says, oh, it says the shape is being played by James Jude Courtney. Yeah, no, I think that's the same person who did it in Halloween. I wonder if they have, um, a, I wonder if Nick Castle is going to, oh, it does say Nick Castle is the shape. That's weird. Oh, maybe maybe anytime he's not masked, he's Nick Castle. And anytime he is masked, he's uh, James Jude Courtney. Yeah, because I would imagine, I mean, Nick, Nick Castle can't be doing those stunts anymore. He's in his 60s, I would yeah. imagine. I think he's probably a little too old to be uh, doing those stunts. But I am very happy to see his his name on here. Yeah, I am a little sad that Dick Warlock isn't coming back. This seemed like I the know. perfect opportunity. Just have him come in like he just has to do a cameo. He just has to walk onto the screen, say, hi, I'm Dick Warlock, and then walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Dick Warlock. And for just a dollar a day. (laughs) (laughs) We also have someone credited as a hospital patron. And his name is Brian Michael Hall. Hmm. And I'm wondering if this is Anthony Michael Hall's son. You're just listening to us go down a rabbit hole on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, I'm not sure. This is very interesting. I, literally, you're just listening to us. Uh, this is what I do at 3 a.m. after I've watched anything. And he's possibly gay. Okay. It says his spouse is Shane Hall. 
And I, I mean, there's any number of, uh, you know, gender non-binary names, but, um, oh, that would make me very happy. We have a gay person in Halloween. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. We we have a possible going to die terribly, but yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, Brian Michael Hall's in this. I wonder if he's related to Anthony Michael Hall, because it (laughs) seems because it seems weird to give your son your middle name and last name. It does, and not just make him a junior. You know what I mean? No, that would be kind of strange. Huh? That's interesting. Well, we are approaching the end of Halloween too. Is there anything we didn't uh, touch on? I don't think so. I think we hit it all. I shot him six times. <laughs> six times! Six times! And blow him up! <laughs> <laughs> before we, before we uh, wrap this up, mm-hmm. um, I know that we touched on the idea of, like, obviously before he goes to the hospital and saves Jamie Lee Curtis' story, um, Dr. Loomis realizes or it discovers from what's her name? <clears throat> the nurse. Not the nurse. It's uh, the. Um, well, sh- the. Crap. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. But the, the woman who's like, she's like, oh, they're brother and sister. Yeah. What the fuck is her name? Who cares? Uh, that, <laughs> that might actually be Marion. Yeah. I don't know who actually gets the knife to the back then because. Huh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um, yeah, that is Marion. Uh, Marion tells Dr. Loomis that uh, that she uh, uh, she basically knows that Michael is Laurie's sister or brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My sister, my brother, <laughs> my sister. My brother. Um. What the hell is I saying? Oh, she knows that Michael is um, Laurie's brother. And that is how Dr. Loomis comes to learn it. And that kind of becomes... I think it's one of the most notable parts of the canon ever in this series, is that Michael is Laurie's brother. And... It's been contentious because there obviously it was retconned out and some people like it, some people don't. And something I also didn't realize is that Marion dies in Halloween H2O. Yep. (coughs) I never put together that they were the same person. Yeah, no, she's the original nurse, the chain smoking nurse from the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. And she's great in Halloween H2O. I was actually really sad when she died. When she died. Yeah, well, I didn't want to get too much. This is like my. You said she spoiler. dies in H two O. Oh, she does. Oh, well, yeah, too bad. Now you know. Uh, how do you feel about the whole brother sister thing? It's it's weird because, like, on the one hand, it's kind of like, oh, okay, this came out after Empire Strikes Back, and we had Luke, I am your father, so mm-hmm. now we're going to like we're going to do that, but. On the other hand, I do think that, A, again, it's okay for Michael to have a motive. Like, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, it just, it gives them 
this relationship beyond just stalker victim that we explore a little bit in H2O and unfortunately a little bit in Resurrection, you know, for the first five minutes. (laughs) And thank God they just got fucking rid of that. Yeah. What's the point in, like, she doesn't even need to be in the movie, but what's the point in having a world of Halloween where Lori is dead? No, but, I mean, you would have to ask the same thing about 4, 5, and 6, but even that got retconned out then in H2O, that she wasn't really dead. She went into witness protection. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody wants this world without Lori in it. They've had a really hard time figuring out what they want the story to be. <laughs> they really have, and, like, one of the things that I'm nervous about with Halloween Kills is basically... I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat saying don't kill Lori until it's the absolute last movie. Yeah, until it's Halloween ends. And she has to be the last one to die. Like, she can't die in the first five minutes. She can't, you know, die halfway through the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, it has to be Lori and Michael till the very, very end. And, like, to be perfectly honest, if Lori's going to die, she better take Michael with her. Yeah, if they're going to end this... I have no problem with them ending the series. And I, I know that sounds terrible because... It's such a beloved character, but if you end the series in the right way, it's it it can be rewarding. Yeah, it's it's kind of you can have a satisfying ending where Lori dies, but you have to do it the right way. And as long as John Carpenter's involved, like I'm willing to trust the writing. Mm-hmm. If this was anyone else, I would probably have a problem with it. I'd be afraid because we have seen what happens when when other people when other people try to make things happen. (coughs) Excuse me, I don't know why I have such a tickle in my throat right now. Well, that's Halloween too. Yeah, yay! I love Halloween too, and it it really is one of my like most beloved. Halloween movies. And I don't just mean Halloween the series. I mean like Halloween the season. If it is Halloween season, I will watch Halloween. I will watch Halloween too. It's just part of the repertoire for me. And uh, I love this movie very, very dearly. So that said, if there's anything we missed in this movie, uh, please feel free to let us know. We're always listening. You can reach us on any of our social media platforms or at spookygayfam at gmail.com. And that's it. We hope you guys like this episode. We will be, be blah, 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 blah. we will be back next week with more episodes. So until then, stay spoopy and remember. I shot him six times. What? I shot him six times. I, I shot him in the heart. That can't have gotten very far. Come on. I shot him six times. Yeah. This guy, this man is. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from Halloween 2, distributed by Universal Pictures 1981. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Dual Productions. (laughs) 